I hurt myself today <laughs> to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain, the only thing that's real. You always laugh. <laughs> why, why are you making fun of uh, this recording I'm playing off? <laughs> the Johnny uh, Cash version of Hurt from Nine Inch Nails. I'm sorry. There's, there's nothing funny about it. It's just uh, a man singing a song. Johnny Cash in this instance. That we're, <laughs> we're playing the recording off from my phone. So, you know, it may not come clearly through the mic, but... Uh, you're right here in the room, so you should know. <laughs> We're gonna get copyrighted. <laughs> no, you're allowed to play like a small uh, portion, uh-huh. like under 15 seconds. That's uh, okay. copyright allows that, and like uh-huh. uh, for the purposes of uh, critique, mm-hmm. you laughing I think counts as critique because uh, <laughs> you think of it as so ridiculous you started laughing. So, I'm you know if copyright comes first, that's what I'm gonna bring up. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> hello, hi, welcome. Name of the show is Politics. Although I call it Politics, and the title of this episode is Talk to Me. My name is Fresh. And I'm Ty. I'm and, back. And uh, before we start, I'd just like to give a quick shout out to Matt Chrisman. Do you know who that is? No. So he's a host of a podcast. Oh. Too, right? He's currently okay. going through some medical, like a medical emergency. Oh, no. They haven't uh, disclosed what. Uh, you know what the issue is but yeah. uh, I don't pray so yeah. I uh, you know I'm not going to say I, I'm praying but like my well wishes towards him yeah you know uh, somebody put out a tweet that there was like I wouldn't be the person I was today if not for Matt Crispin and I thought uh-huh. about it I'm like yeah I feel uh, very similarly you know he uh-huh. he like broke down a lot of like Marxist concepts that uh, you know in an easy accessible way for me that uh, yeah you know, uh, now I can speak with uh, some, like a, not authority, but like a, conviction. No, I have a base of knowledge to to draw oh. from instead of like just going in blind. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. So like, so yes, yeah. my well wishes to him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so clean up from last week. Well, you weren't here, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I've missed a big opportunity to you know. Mm. Talk shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I'm just gonna have to talk shit about you while you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to it and I was like, "Huh, this is weird." There's oh. no shit talking. Wow. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's the <laughs> the biggest shit talk of all. Like, I don't even remember to. <laughs> I, I think I think you're so in- insignificant. I don't even remember to talk shit about you. <laughs> that's the biggest uh, dagger to the heart. I feel. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I was mentioning non-explicit horror movies that scared the shit out of me. Okay. So the one I mentioned was Rear Window. Okay. Just somebody spying on me while I'm just going about my life. Yes. Even though I'm not doing anything, you know, like fucked. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, not about Ill- it's not about illegal. It's about immoral. Yeah. You know, like uh, I don't know, what's something that's legal but immoral? What if I was signing papers to become a landlord in here <laughs> I would be very worried about somebody saying that that's that's something disgusting you know but if they saw me like I don't know yeah smoking marijuana 
or okay. doing coke or you know whatever drug mm. you know uh, i wouldn't care yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the well i do care that's that's the whole point i'm making that i don't want to be spied on full stop it doesn't matter <laughs> well, what's happening but anyway <laughs> the 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 one i forgot to mention which i did mention later in the episode in a different context was david finch's the game yes don't ever put me in the game situation right okay uh I'm thinking about going around to my family and friends and making them sign a contract. That's <laughs> you're not allowed to put pressure in the game. If you like, I'm so worried about a game situation that if I even suspect even a little bit that I'm in the game, yes. I'll pull out I'll pull out a gun and shoot myself because yeah. I would rather die than be in the game. All right? Okay. All right. Well, do you want to know what the game is? Yeah. Well, I can't tell you. It's the <laughs> it's the plot of the movie, you know. All right. Okay. So Anyway, watch the game. Okay. Very <laughs> under. Well, I'll speak about it later. Okay. Anyway, later in that episode I was trying to remember David Fincher's filmography. Yes. And I was just uh because I wanted to say which one is my favorite. Mm. And the, listening back, the two I forgot to mention are Fight Club and The Social <laughs> Network, which like a lot of people have that as their number 1 and 2 David Fincher movies. Yeah. <laughs> But uh have to say sorry listeners uh even if i mention it uh, it wouldn't matter because uh, <laughs> i think it i still think zodiac and seven are my two my top two fincher movies so seven heaven seven heaven or oh, so seven n yes okay, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's spelled s e the number seven e n yes yeah. but uh yes it's called it's pronounced seven right anyway uh, <laughs> like i like fight club a lot less than most people Mm. You know, I I think it's still a very solid movie. It's just I don't have the same regard for it that other people do. Yeah. And the social network is a masterpiece. It's just uh, similarly it's just a matter of taste that I like uh, yeah. Zodiac and Seven more. That's right. But uh yeah. Can we do you have anything to say before we No. All right. So <sighs> uh I kind of fucked up a little bit with the news, right? Okay. <laughs> I just uh, like I usually go through them and like uh, I research them more but I just have like the headings of uh, a bunch of stuff here. All right. Okay. So it may not be a very well <laughs> researched uh, episode this week. Uh, you know, it's just uh well, I can just google while we here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, first of all, okay, I don't need a new story for this, but the big news of the week. Okay. It broke my heart. I was on the verge of tears, right? Okay. But I found out that Mark Wahlberg, you know the quote that he said about he would have stopped 9/11. Yes. It wasn't just random. It was <laughs> he was supposed to be on that flight and somebody yes. was asking him about it. <laughs> I just assumed it was like like he was like at a talk show or something and they were like, "So, what's your diet?" And uh, he's like, uh, "Yeah, eat a salad." But listen, <laughs> if I were there things would have gone way differently on 9/11. That's what, <laughs> that's what I thought it was. <laughs> I thought he just brought it up like unprompted, but apparently yeah, Yes, he was supposed to be on 9/11 but uh, his meeting got canceled or whatever so he didn't get on the flight. Yeah. And uh yeah, that yeah. fucked me. Up. That's uh it's still a funny story claiming you had stopped 9/11. Yeah. <laughs> just the I really thought he just he just he, randomly he burst it out. <laughs> like there were people in a room talking. He burst into the room and said, "Hey, I would have stopped, stopped 9/11." <laughs> Fuck. You know that that hurt me when I found this out. <laughs> oh, also, fuck. I think it was it 
it may have been Seth Rogen, I want to say. But, like, one of those types of, um, you know, like, comedy actors. Or, yeah, he was also meant to be on one of those flights. You were thinking of Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Not Seth Rogen. (laughs) I was close. (laughs) You're just not their name, right? (laughs) Yeah. Seth versus Seth. Yeah, but uh, do you know what the other Seth does? Seth MacFarlane. I think he is uh, like a... Oh, he does like uh, animation stuff, doesn't he? Right. He's the creator and the voice actor of uh, Family Guy. Yeah. He does the voice of uh, the baby, the dog, and Peter. Oh, nice. Then he made um, American Dad, which is his other cartoon. Then mm. he made Cleveland, the Cleveland Show, which is a spin-off of Family Guy. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, he went into movies. He made Ted and Ted Two. He's, oh, he's the voice of Ted. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. And he also made another movie called A Million Ways to Die in the West, where um, he, he plays himself in that. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yes, Amanda yeah. Seyfried is in it. I love yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, I've been seeing a lot of like. Uh, okay, do you know who James Adomian is? No. All right. <laughs> He's another voice actor. Okay. Uh, you know the podcast I was t- talking about with Matt Crispin? Yeah. He shows up on there from time to time. Okay. But he's also the voice of Bane in the Harley Quinn show. Oh. Right. Okay. He, he's a very good voice actor, but right. he's from uh, Armenia. Okay. Actually, I don't know where he's from. Oh, no. <laughs> I think he's of Armenian descent oh, or something like that. Like his parents may have been from Armenia. Okay. And yeah. he's been uh, tweeting a lot about this, so I wanted to mention this, right? Okay. So again, I don't <laughs> I just pulled up this uh CNN uh article now. Okay. Right? It says thousands of ethnic Armenians flee Nagorno-Karabakh after breakaway region's defeat. Oh. So, Nona Pogoyzhin spent Monday morning walking around her family home in Nagorno-Karabakh trying to understand what to take, what is the most important stuff I can fit into my suitcase. Her nine-year-old twin children had been upstairs deciding which of their belongings they would have to leave behind. They cry for every toy, Pogoyzhin, the American University of Armenia's program coordinator, in the region's capital, Stepanakert, told CNN. Pagosian and her family are about to join the thousands of people fleeing Nagorno-Karabakh for Armenia, days after Azerbaijan launched a light, a lightning offensive and said he had taken back full control of the breakaway region, sparking a mass exodus of the region's 120,000 ethnic Armenians. More than 13,500 people had arrived in Armenia from Nagorno-Karabakh by Tuesday, the Armenian Foreign Ministry told CNN. As many more were attempting to flee the enclave on Monday evening, a powerful explosion ripped through a gas station near Stepanakert, where people had been attempting to get fuel before driving to Armenia. At least 20 people were killed and 290 wounded in the blast, Armenian state news agency Armed Press said. The wounded were taken to four hospitals across Nagorno-Karabakh, one of them being a Russian peacekeeping mission clinic. Azerbaijan's brief but bloody offensive last week killed more than 200 people and injured many more before Karabakh officials agreed to a Russia-brokered ceasefire in which they agreed to dissolve their armed forces. Azerbaijani President Ilham Aliyev said Baku had restored its sovereignty over the enclave with an iron fist. The Karabakh presidency told Reuters that a majority of Karabakh Armenians did not want to live in Azerbaijan and they would have to leave for Armenia. 
Azerbaijan has said it will guarantee the rights of those living in the region, but Armenian Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan, Pashinyan said and international experts have repeatedly warned of the risk of ethnic cleansing of Armenians in the enclave. Our people do not want to live as part of Azerbaijan. 99.9% prefer to leave our historic lands, David Babayan said, an advisor to Samuel Shah Ramayan, the president of the self-styled Republic of Artsakh, told Reuters. Bogosian told CNN she did not know if a single family who was planning to remain in uh, Nagorno-Karabakh. If they say <laughs> if they say it is 99.9%, it's false. It's 100%, she said. <laughs> I can tell you a lot of tales saying, look, look, a lot of Armenian families are staying, but I know that no one, even the poorest family, is staying. So, based on that, uh, it just seems like uh, the Azerbaijani government annexed uh, an area of land to make it into Azerbaijan territory, and there were a lot of ethnic Armenians there, and they had to flee. Yeah. And as part of them... uh, taking over that region a lot of people were killed of Armenian descent so but yeah. not I mean they they said they are ethnic Armenians so yeah yes yeah yeah it's a terrible terrible thing yes did you read the word the words ethnic cleansing yeah that's very uh, terrifying words to read so you know uh, we need to be <sighs> spreading more awareness. In, in awareness and information about the situation because uh, like a James Adomian was saying, you know, it's not getting talked about in the the press. Yeah, it's not one of the biggest stories. Yeah. It should be like a huge uh, thing. This is a, a well, big deal. But similarly, in uh, Palestine, yeah, the Palestine people are being, you know, oppressed and ethnically cleansed, and uh, that's not uh, top stories either. So yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, people being murdered around the world not a big deal to the the news. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so the next story the road closures mudslides and stranded western cape storm wreaks havoc oh yeah so yes I just uh, a few days ago uh, I was on twitter I looked at the uh, trending things and said cape town storm and you saw these uh, horrific videos of people just being washed away of people like like the water being up to the roofs of houses and people being on boats and uh, yeah. you know families not being able to find their you know the rest of their family like yeah, uh, yeah. anyway <sighs> so from being stranded to being evacuated the severe storms in the western cape over the weekend have impacted people in different ways large parts of the western cape were hit by heavy downpours and gale force winds that led to severe flooding and road closures News 24 earlier reported that people had to be evacuated in different areas because of the heavy flooding, including six children trapped in three houses in Strand. Mudslides were also reported in multiple areas. A low bridge leading into a small town of Searbrook was flooded, leaving residents and visitors with no way to enter. Glenn Bounds, News 24's chief sub-editor, left for Searbrook on Saturday for a getaway over the long weekend. He is now stranded in the holiday home because of the flooded bridge. Bowen said while the place they were staying in was warm and hadn't been flooded, they could not get to the shops on the other side of the bridge. Uh, thankfully, a local resident baked Bowen some bread, so they haven't gone hungry yet. Our crisis is that we can't get out, Bowen said, so they will definitely be stuck here for another day. Uh, yeah, okay, and then they just go through more of that. But yes, 
<sighs> that's uh, I, I don't know like because Cape Town is kind of known for hectic weather stuff well yeah. not known but like uh, known to me <laughs> <laughs> they get a lot more than the rest of us do. yes I've seen this video where they, they had like heavy winds yeah and somebody was like holding onto a pole because they were being <laughs> <laughs> you know we, that's not a laughing matter yeah but it's also a it's, somewhat funny visual of like a cartoon that's character. what I was gonna say it's, that's like what a cartoon looks like bro. Yeah. It, it was so like <laughs> like that's not how a person is supposed to <laughs> to look you know yeah like they were the flag on a flagpole yeah but yeah so yeah. you know I hope uh, the local government are doing something doing something yeah. like uh, I don't even know what you would do in this situation I'm <laughs> <laughs> luckily I'm not in charge but yeah. uh, hopefully you know things get under control and casualties are kept at a minimum yeah we can only hope uh well some slightly better news yeah the righteous guild of america strike is yes. on the verge of being ended yes yeah so, so i don't know what day it was i think maybe on friday yeah i don't know when <laughs> it, it's sometime recently right they um apparently the producers uh put forward a uh, a proposal mm. that the uh wga heads yeah thought was acceptable right so now it's going to go to a vote so all the members of the union have their say mm. and it's expected you know uh you usually expect if the leadership is happy with it that the uh you know the people within the union would also be happy with it you yeah. know but yeah. uh so it's likely that the they'll sign the deal and you know yeah uh writing will go back but the thing is the actors are still on strike yes i don't know why people like i saw a lot of people saying that oh the actors are back and i'm like no not, not quite <laughs> how that works the actors on are still on strike the writers strike is on being on the verge of being ended. Yeah. There were two separate strikes happening. Yeah. Although, you know, they're very interlinked in their in their work. Yeah. But they were two separate strikes, so it's only the writers that have Yeah. uh on the verge of being resolved. I shouldn't say resolved because they might still vote yeah. against it. Although it, I have to say uh I don't think they should sign it. Okay. I haven't seen the deal, but If <laughs> if the producers are willing to give you that you should ask for more. <laughs> they if they're comfortable giving it to you you should make them uncomfortable. That's what I my opinion but uh, ask for triple that. Yeah. Once again luckily I'm not the uh, head of the WGA. <laughs> We never get anything. <laughs> right. Okay, then sorry wait. Following the news of this, mm-hmm. it was published that um a reboot of the office is in works you know the the american office with steve carell yeah yeah it's why uh, did you have to specify the american office because i think there's another the office probably i don't know all right i've just heard people fighting about it but it's i don't know oh. it was made by ricky jabez he was the oh anyway the office is a spin off of the office yes <laughs> so yes Is this a reboot of the spin-off or the reboot of the original? This is a reboot of the original. The uh, English. No. The oh, English one wait. is the original. Oh no, okay, then it's a reboot of the spin-off. All right. Yes. And is it just in that office later on or is it like Michael Jim and Pam? 
so currently there's as far as I've seen there's no details on who's returning but a lot of the old cast members have said yeah they're happy to come back and do something well i know there's a podcast <laughs> that uh pam and uh who's the blonde lady i don't know i've never watched the office jesus anyway <laughs> they have a, a an office based podcast where oh. they like review old episodes of the oh. office that's quite cool so and like uh, i heard that the office is very popular on netflix Yes. So, yeah, it is. Uh but I don't think they should bring it back. It's like people need to let go. Yeah. Things are <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they used to reboot things from the 60s. Yeah. Now it's we're rebooting things from 5 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's like we, 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 you know, if some it's been if it's been like 40 years or something fair enough, you yeah. know, uh you're introducing to a new audience, but it's like <laughs> it's the same people why? <sighs> Bro, there's no need for this, I feel. Yeah. But uh you know, I mean, we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to watch it. Okay. Mm. That's fair. You know, for many years I wanted Heroes to come back. Yeah. And when Heroes did come back, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just heard it was very bad. Not that I was you know wanted to like I didn't watch it. Yeah. And I had no like intention. Intention to watch it, but all I heard was it's bad. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like all right, my intention didn't change. I still wouldn't have watched it, but now I'm doubly not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so similar yeah but jim is a is a big time actor now in movies mm-hmm. so how are they going to get him and <laughs> what is steve carell doing um last i saw him was in space force i don't know what he's doing now though yeah but space was such a bro i don't think it was funny at all i found it but what funny. fred he swears by it. he's like that's <laughs> one of the best the funniest shows on tv that's a very like uh liberal show it's it's not the funniest but i've definitely it's liberal humor quite a few they're lots. trying to make fun of uh our dear president uh <laughs> mr trump because he he created a uh a, a, a space, space force, force. Yes. but let me ask you something did joe brandon uh take apart that space <laughs> force no he's still funding that shit so don't tell me it was a bad idea or whatever <laughs> Just because it was Trump that's why everyone had a problem. <laughs> Now that Joe Brandon is in charge nobody's talking about it. So, you know, it's just a clear bias against uh you know Donald Trump. Yes, my <laughs> You know, I claim to be a left winger. <laughs> If Donald Trump said the words and activated me, you know. So, <laughs> I'm ready and waiting. <laughs> you just uh, give me the call, sir. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um Can I ask you something? What is the AGOA? The AGOA. I didn't ask you to <laughs> like say the word that yeah. I gave the acronym for. I asked you do you know what it is? Uh Actors Guild of America. Wow, that's a good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the 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 one you're thinking of the Screen Actors Guild. SAG. Oh. Damn it. Right. Yeah. Sag Aftra. I don't know what the Aftra stands for, but uh we spoke about it in a podcast yes. when they But anyway, AGOA is the African Growth and Opportunities Act. Oh, right, okay. Do you recall that when that piece of shit Brigitte? Yes, <laughs> he lied. He lied. <laughs> <laughs> Because look, he said he had he had evidence uh, and he would bet his reputation on the fact <laughs> that he had evidence that we were selling um 
weaponry weapons to to Russia yeah right the okay so the ANC did a what's it called a deep dive an investigation and yeah. they found out that it was all above board everything's fine oh. that being said <laughs> it's like <laughs> who's watching the watchman you know <laughs> they investigating themselves they could easily they could easily falsify you know information yeah. but no so i'm not taking their word for it but yes. brigati said he had uh, evidence yeah. where's the fucking evidence brigati i don't know that man's gone missing <laughs> so that's why i'm like even though i don't believe the anc i believe that no evidence has been provided to the contrary even though we were told that <laughs> <laughs> there was evidence yes the ambassador staked his uh what's it reputation on the fact that he had evidence and yeah. <laughs> right but anyway this week the um they i think the us put forward that south africa should be the next host of the AGOA summit. Oh no. Nice. <laughs> I think this is kind of like an apology for Fakia's <laughs> over because the um one of the repercussions people were speaking about uh if we were selling weapons to Russia was that we would be kicked out of the AGOA. Yeah. So I think this is just to reinforce the idea that Brigitte is full of shit and fuck off. <laughs> yeah. that fucker once again <laughs> my bond went up the price of my house went up because and sorry not the price of my house the amount i had to pay went up <laughs> that fuck that fucking idiot bro i hate him where's your evidence anyway the next story uh you don't know whether to laugh or cry okay. <laughs> the canadian parliament uh, <laughs> invited a, a soldier right so i don't have the, the the thing in front of me but he was a member of the, the ss <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's hitler's secret police right? <laughs> he was <laughs> so uh they invited him and they they described him as Uh, a World War II veteran who fought against the Russians. <laughs> Think about it. Who were the Russians fighting during World War II? They, why didn't the alarm bell should have been going off in your head when they said that? <laughs> you know. <laughs> But it's like, I, I, I really don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, like, it's uh, like, I know I'm I'm not professional. I don't, you know, you yeah. know check up as much as i should and, yeah. you know, but but this, the the this. canadian parliament <laughs> surely you have <laughs> where are your checks and balances <laughs> and also i don't know why this is but uh the president of ukraine was there <laughs> just he was, he was there he was there and he was a part of that like uh you know meeting i yeah, guess this praise for this canadian nazi Now yeah. here's the thing that uh, Vladimir Vladimir Putin has said. Yes. You know in the very beginning when uh, like they first invaded Ukraine. Yeah. They uh, he accused them of being Nazis. Yes. And said that they were he wants to solve the Ukrainian question. Yes. So that means uh, genocide. Yeah. That's the same thing. You know like in World War 2. Yeah. That's uh 
the Jewish question. Yeah. And the question is, what should we do about the Jews? Yeah. <laughs> and the Nazis were like, let's kill them. <laughs> Similarly, you know, when he uh, said that about we we we're going to solve the Ukrainian question, it was a, we're going to kill the Ukrainians. Yes. But uh, anyway, so. Zelensky clapping for a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> it's not looking good, bro. <laughs> How do you make <laughs> like you you making Vladim, Vladimir Putin's propaganda come real? <laughs> you, you need to put your thinking cap on, fella. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's again not a laughing matter, but it's no. so funny. It's so <laughs> Where were your researchers? <laughs> and every, you know, like you watch that video, everyone is standing up and they're clapping so proudly and like, oh, well, I, there's gonna be a lot of like, you know, um, in elections, <laughs> they're like, my opponent clapped for a Nazi. <laughs> oh, all right, finally, Russell Brand. Yes. Do you know who that is? Yes. Who is he? He's... Oh, no, I'm thinking of Russell Crowe. Who's Russell Brand? Well, he's an actor. Oh, he's I, a... I think okay. He, I think he was a comedian. Okay. I don't know too much about him. I know he used to... He was married to Katy Perry. Oh, that, right. That's yeah, like yeah. mainly from... And he was, in, he was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was like... Having sex with Sarah Marshall yeah. and uh, <laughs> her ex-boyfriend <laughs> was, uh, you know, went to that same. Well, you know the the plot of yes. getting Sarah Marshall. But anyway, so I like he's not somebody like that I think of, <laughs> you know, a lot. But apparently he he's like a a huge creep. Yes. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. He like did a rebrand. A, a Rio Russell brand. Yeah, so I think he had this reputation of being like uh, a wild guy. Yeah, right. And then in about maybe 2016. So th- this is the problem without me having researched the news. <laughs> <laughs> in a like sometime he stopped drinking. He gave up alcohol and became sober. Right. And he became like a podcast host. Mm. And he like uh, like he was on John- Joe Rogan. Okay. And he like he he has like. I wouldn't call him a right winger, but he has a bunch of right wing ideas or right. like okay. right wing conspiracies. He's like anti-vax. Oh, right. Okay. So uh, this week, or mm. I think it was like two weeks ago. But the thing is, like, <laughs> we haven't recorded in a while, so that's why uh, I have new stocked up from two know, weeks ago. Yeah, but yeah. The, so there's three cases here, right? Two women are alleging that he raped them. Oh shit. Which, okay. uh, I don't know what to say, bro. <laughs> Not good, folks. Rape is awful. There's nothing sure. to be said there, right? Yeah. But it's possible that he didn't do it. Okay. I'm just saying we don't know the details of that. So, that is, yep. Uh, what's it's, the word? He hasn't been judged yet. Yeah. But the third case is there was a 16-year-old girl that he was dating. Oh right, which apparently, according to British laws, is all right. The age of consent is sixteen. Uh, but do you recall earlier in this episode when I said, "What's the law and what's moral are not the same," yeah. <laughs> right? 
this guy was 31 years old dating oh. a 16 year old oh and my. i keep saying dating but uh-huh. <laughs> i should be saying uh, statutory rape yeah but uh Ugh. whatever the case is right yeah uh like i said those two the first two yeah. we we don't have the evidence or whatever you know to make a decision yeah with this he's admitting to it <laughs> i i went out with a 16 year old that is pedophilia yeah. in my head i think there's a special word for it but i don't remember it now so yes pedophilia ibibophilia or something like that yeah that's what pedophiles say to <laughs> to to reduce the uh what's the word the badness the harshness of their actions they're like oh she was 15 15 is fine that's not even a child uh children is pedophilia no 15 is pedophilia (laughs) right but it's also grooming well do you know what grooming is yeah so grooming is you not having sex or like kissing or like any contact with the child yeah but you're like saying oh when you come of age we'll get together or you know like uh, you're trying to like uh it's just I, I don't know you like you're setting them up yeah to try get together with them later on yeah grooming is like uh, you're leading on a child yeah to me but the thing is that they did have sexual contact so it doesn't ah! really it doesn't really fit this definition but it feels like grooming to me it's that he yeah. was like leading on a child yeah so it's it's kind of between grooming and pedophilia yes so this guy is fucked yeah i I hope there's a lesson that people learn here like you know don't touch kids. Well, yeah, I'm like young guys around the world that like even though it's not illegal, yeah. it's still fucked up and creepy and immoral. Yeah. Because I've been seeing a lot of right-wingers defend this, right? Mm. Do you know who Ben Shapiro is? Yes. <laughs> so Ben Shapiro was like, well, the legal age of consent is 16 in uh, Britain, so it's fine, you know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's like, uh, I, I'm, he, I think he said he doesn't agree with it, but uh, it's fine. Okay. But fuck the law. Yeah. Where's your morals, right? Because the right wing, especially Ben Shapiro, is very upset <laughs> about something called... Uh, fuck, I can't remember. But it's like where drag queens uh, read to children. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking right? about. They yeah. they they say it's like uh, these are pedophiles trying to you know attack your children. Yeah. Right. When it's like what they want to do is like make it more accessible. Yeah. So you're thinking, what the fuck does that mean? It means that like when children grow and when people grow up, <laughs> right, <laughs> and they encounter a drag queen, it seems strange. Yeah. So if you introduce the idea that drag queens are in the world and it's just you know one of them things there are people that exist that are drag queens to children yeah when they grow up they, they won't be like oh that's strange it's like oh that's just a drag queen who cares yeah you know that's the the idea that yeah. they don't encounter something that they find strange later because yeah. they the idea of a drag queen is uh it's already there yes they've seen it before yeah right so uh the right wing says that's pedophilia <laughs> that that's grooming that they you know uh, that reading books to children yes that they uh, I think they ascribe some sort of sexual connotation to drag yes where drag is just uh, dressing up in a different gender clothing yeah it's not necessarily a sexual thing yeah uh, so yeah 
Yeah. People are uh, like attracted to people in drag and you have drag shows where like, you know, drag queens dance and perform and <laughs> yes, stuff yes yeah. that could be viewed as sexual but they're not doing a drag queen <laughs> show they are drag queens who are reading they are right? reading for god's sake so yes it's very it shows the hypocrisy yeah not that they care they won't uh if you expose a right wing as hypocrisy they just don't <laughs> they do not care right yes but i just wanted to point it out anyway that actual pedophilia Yes. No, it's fine. It's uh, <laughs> it's cool. Uh drag queens reading to children. No, no that's pedophilia. <laughs> the left. The loony left. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so do you have any news? Uh just one story. Hmm. Donald Trump's uh well, Donald Trump Jr.'s X, well, Twitter account, in other words, X account was hacked. And um uh, <laughs> it announced I'm sad to announce my father Donald Trump has passed away I will be running for president in 2024 which I just find hilarious I don't know it wasn't that funny I, I saw know. this as well but it's like it's too it's too obvious you know Yeah. if you've been hacked it should be like borderline you know like this person might say that <laughs> you know it's this was just too like uh well obviously <laughs> you know it's bullshit but yeah uh anyway is that it yeah all right so let's get into the context for the movie yeah sure uh i have no context but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's it's a original movie it's not like where you know we usually speak about like uh, franchises or uh, like an adaptation from a a comic character and then we you know yeah. speak about this this is just a original idea so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh the one thing i will say is it's uh distributed by A24 yes i think this is our second A24 movie after Bowser Fred yeah yeah i was trying to think i can't remember any other i also can't think of any but yes but it's yeah. not precisely the same because th- they just distributed this yeah they actually made they produced Bowser Fred so yeah uh yeah yeah this the, this movie is a it's made by two greek australian guys yes and i wish i had their names in front of me <laughs> <laughs> but yes uh i really love this movie i'll say that okay i'll get to my thoughts at the end all right so can we just get into it yeah so the <laughs> i love the the opening scene <laughs> where it's uh it's a tracking shot and we'll speak about tracking shots uh, you know later on but yeah it's a tracking shot of this guy behind his back he's walking and he's like oi any of you seen dakin yeah. <laughs> and the drunk guy shouts <laughs> back who the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> that made me burst into laughter <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway so they just uh that's it see obviously i don't even know if we needed this hmm. this opening scene because it comes back later right but, but barely yeah but that yeah that's what i'm saying it's not it uh, it doesn't necessarily add anything to no the mood well it kind of tells us where they get the hand from yeah, kind of but even that is only revealed much later on 
yeah but i mean it doesn't matter where they got the hand from it's yeah. just like oh i got it from a friend <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's always needed you know so yeah yeah i have no idea to be honest <laughs> anyway the real beginning is when uh that girl she comes and picks up the boy yeah uh i can't remember what happened but he was like uh he was like smoking oh no 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 that guy he was smoking cigarettes the best friend yes yeah and then they picked a picked him and they saw a dead kangaroo yeah. <laughs> well, not a uh, like a, a dying a, kangaroo a dying kangaroo yeah which uh uh she didn't kill yeah yeah but i mean this is the this could only happen in an australian movie yeah. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is very unique you know <laughs> because i'm very i'm used to like uh, a deer yeah or like uh, yeah i don't know something like that you know yeah. <laughs> but a kangaroo like, <laughs> i was thinking about it i'm like can a can a like a, a car hit a kangaroo they're so fucking big <laughs> like i would have imagined there'd be a turnover car next to it like <laughs> like we fucked each other <laughs> but yeah um but it looked like a baby so i'm assuming it just mm, they murdered a baby <laughs> a baby kangaroo <laughs> but yes they should have taken it back to the the rspca yeah whatever the fuck Yeah. What's RSPCA? The Royal SPCA. Mm. What does it? <laughs> I know we have an SPCA. That's yes. why I was like what does the R? But yeah, I assume it's Royal. Yeah, it is. But well, we were part of the Commonwealth. Why don't we say Royal? I I'm assuming we've like not um how do I describe? So like Australia and New Zealand uh, and Canada. are still like kind of i guess uh associated with britain because like their ships are still called like hm something yeah but that's what i'm saying the same thing we were under the control of the empire yeah but i yeah. don't think we i don't think we are anymore like they've still why i don't know that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> there it's uh, so it, when the empire stopped being the empire they made it the commonwealth yes right Right. So we're part of the Commonwealth. Why don't we do the same? <laughs> I don't know. All right. I'm just asking, you know, I'm just asking. Yeah. Anyway, uh this will come back later, but she should have taken the they gang her somewhere to the hospital. That's what I was trying to say, right? <laughs> to the hospital. That's where you take someone that's going to die. Yeah, but you would take an animal to like a vet. Well, I can go to the hospital. They can refer me to a I don't know the vets in the area. Well, you could probably Google it. Look, I didn't see that. I'm not the one who saw the dead kangaroo, right? It's very unlikely that I'm ever going to see a dying kangaroo. Except in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> this is the one occasion. Yes. Anyway, uh, the kid holding is well, so you see this is the thing. I just have like random notes as I watch the movie. Yeah. So it's it's um yes, yeah, so do I do you just have random thoughts or did you go scene by scene? I went scene by scene. All right, well you can. Yeah, so like there's in that kangaroo scene there's a lot of like uh when she walks up to it there's this like very eerie foreboding. She walked up to it. Yeah. I'm sure they stayed in the car. No, she got out of the car. Oh. She walked up to it. She oh, looked yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's this like very eerie music 
and it's like at the time I was like ooh this might be foreshadowing something and then I realized later on definitely foreshadowing because she sees it later on as well in the hospital when it's hopping around yeah but it's not about the kangaroo it's yeah a, it's a metaphor what's a metaphor <laughs> a metaphor is when you're comparing something no man <laughs> <laughs> yes I know what you're saying uh, look she didn't put look she was supposed to help the the, the kangaroo. kangaroo right the boy is the kangaroo later on oh uh, right she, uh, she's thinking about uh, putting the the kid out of his misery because right. uh, she didn't do it to the kangaroo yeah but in both cases they should have taken to the hospital to get better not yeah. <laughs> not uh, <laughs> kill them yeah. but anyway the, uh, it's a metaphor for the kid yeah Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that makes so sense. That's why later in the hospital she sees the kangaroo because she's there to kill the kid. Yeah. Yes, and she chickens out again because it, you know she has the yellow scissors. Yeah. So that's the second time she chickens out. Yes. Okay. Right. I, I don't know why she put him in a wheelchair and took him away. She I, I think she couldn't stab him, so she decided she was going to have a different kill method. Yeah. But it's the same, you know. Yeah, she was still going to kill him, mm. but I think she couldn't stab. Yeah. Mm. I think she like uh she kind of she wanted to share the blame mm. because if she stabbed him it would have just been like, "Oh, I killed this kid." Mm. But if she pushed him His in, name is Riley. Yeah. And you know why I know that? <laughs> why? <laughs> because her, like the the spirit of her mother says, "Riley needs your help." Yeah, and I thought to myself, who the fuck is Riley? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this <laughs> this new plot that's going on? <laughs> They introduce the new character of Riley, and then like I was waiting for them to call somebody Riley, and <laughs> they they call the kid Riley. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway. Uh, Yeah, we're just jumping around, right? But yeah, yeah. Uh, before they even do a a talk to me, yeah, <laughs> the kid is when he's asleep, his hand is holding the phone. Yeah, and I thought like this is gonna be some big plot point. Yeah, like uh, it's some metaphor for the phone. You know, <laughs> <laughs> nowadays people they just too busy with the phone. You know, yeah. Back in my day, there used to be real conversations. You know, <laughs> people would talk to each other. <laughs> But now they just on the phone. <laughs> so yeah, his hand was in the what's the word? The form of the like handshake kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yes, when he was holding the phone. Yeah. So I thought that would but well, I have a I have thoughts later on which might Okay. Dovetail with that, but anyway, next. Okay. Yeah. Um so then they get to Mia's house, like the kids' house as well. And um Honestly, this was the scariest part of the movie for me. They put their shoes on the bed. <laughs> that, I did think that was uh, weird. Bro, I was like, uh, what's going on? That, <laughs> <laughs> and these are school shoes. It's not like if as maybe like slippers, I could kind of understand that. Yeah, but she, like Yeah. Yeah, those are no. school shoes. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably mud in her and you know like uh, at Dirt. the school. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Oh. Absolutely yeah. upsetting. Yes. Oh, oh shit! I forgot to say this, but uh, this is a horror movie. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Now, the date is the twenty sixth. 
Yes. But this was we supposed to record this on the 24th. So Yes. <laughs> Either way, it's before October. Yes. Was I call it Spooktober. <gasps> so spooky. So we're starting one week early. Yeah. Which is one of the scariest things of all. <laughs> I'm always worried I'm going to get some somewhere and then like I'm too late for yeah, the thing. Right. So that's why I, you know, we're starting Spooktober early because yeah. <laughs> because of what i just said it's, <laughs> it's scary <laughs> and also maybe because uh i don't know we had nothing else <laughs> this week yeah. but yes this movie came out like a long time ago in like a june july well even before that it premiered at like a festival in 2022 oh yeah yeah then it came out at another festival i think sundance that's where all right yeah that was like uh that's where like the main hype came from yeah and then it came out in america in like june july yeah and i've been waiting for (laughs) for so long and it's finally come out here now so yeah pretty good yeah i liked it a lot uh anyway carry on (laughs) uh so there's like a there's a bunch of like just i guess storytelling where like Mia is um talking to her boyfriend and she tells um what's her face? The the other chick to go outside so that she can talk to her boyfriend. And then Okay. When was this? The during the same so like they sit on the bed for a little bit. Yeah. She's on the phone. Well, I think she takes a phone call and then she like hangs up and then she's like, Hey, could I have five minutes to talk to this guy? All right. And then she leaves. Mm-hmm. Well, not leaves, but she goes outside and sits with the brother. And the the kid's studying moths, it looks like. What's moths? Moths. Like, you know, the... Oh, like okay, okay. I know them. Grey butterflies. I've heard, I've heard about them. Yeah. All right. It, it looks like that. Okay. Yeah. And? Um, there's no metaphor for that. I just thought it was strange. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this touches on a lot of insecurities yeah like uh so mia yeah she she says something she's like i have this this dream oh not dream she's like i look at myself and i can't see myself in the mirror yeah that's like a a textbook sign of loneliness yeah you know it's like uh she feels invisible yeah. Which because, you know, she's not connecting with anyone else. Which uh sorry to bring up big Jim, but <laughs> <laughs> that's why in Avatar the you know, the phrase that means uh you deeply connect with somebody is I see you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's uh you you know, when you finally connect with somebody you say I see you. Yeah. So similarly here she can't see herself because she's so lonely. And yeah. later on we learn this is because she feels abandoned. Yeah she feels abandoned because her mother killed herself yeah and uh yeah yeah <laughs> you know it can feel like uh, you're being abandoned because a mother would rather die than well that's not how it was intended i don't think okay. i think the mother had problems she couldn't deal with yeah right but to the child it seems like you know you're running away from me yeah the, you know and you can feel abandoned by that yeah um, and she has a very 
strained relationship with the father. Yeah. The first time we see him or rather we don't see him, she's like washing dishes and uh, he's blurred yeah. out in the background. Yeah. So, you know, that that speaks to her isolation. Yeah. But it's not just her insecurities. There's uh uh one of the ghosts mm. or whatever when they possess the boyfriend says he speaks to the girlfriend and says he hates it when you touch him. Oh yeah. You make him soft. <laughs> 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 But yeah and you know uh that like Maori or not Maori. I don't know what to call that girl. Uh oh yeah. Wait, which one? The one with the hand? No, yeah, the hand. Uh She's like native. I don't know what to say. Oh, their name is Zoe name something. Tina. Uh no, like in her life. Oh, okay, whatever. But yes, They they were like uh yo the spirit is a uh, a dick or something like that. Yeah. I thought the exact same. I was like <laughs> like both of us said it at the same time. I was like yo the spirit is a cunt but she, I think she said dick or something but we we were both like <laughs> this is so far. But yes, it speaks to her like you know like she's not doing it for this guy. Yeah. And I think it partly because he was dating her best friend. Yeah. And they, <laughs> so it's like you know she feels insecure yeah because you know maybe she's comparing herself to a her friend yeah. or I, i don't know you know that's uh there's many reasons for insecurity yeah. you know the her character is not really that delved that deep into i no. don't think she's uh she's just kind of there she's just kind of mad because her brother was uh, uh possessed yes yeah. but she she doesn't really get to do anything. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh the kid. Yeah. Um the the girl she says or you know the girlfriend. Yeah. She says to the kid uh did you tell them about how you came into my bedroom crying? Yeah. Which also speaks to the kid's insecurity. Yeah. Right? Um So yes, loneliness and insecurity that's the the thread of Yeah. You know all of them. Yeah. And uh I think that's why Mia mm-hmm. chose to do it in the first place. Okay. You know because if you're feeling like lonely you like try to do stuff to get yourself noticed. Yeah. Right? right. So she yeah. was like to make them like me I'm going to do the the hand thing. Yeah. And then uh you know. It's also like a very teenage thing. where it's like trying to fit in. Yeah. Like mm. people are trying this new thing and it's like oh wow this is so cool and then it's it's not really peer pressure in this case but like it's like oh now I want to do this thing to fit in with them. And uh as you can see doesn't end well kids. Don't do it. Mm. Don't care what other people think. No. This is something I don't know what it means. Mm. But The black girl is always wearing yellow. Okay. So she has a yellow jersey in the beginning. Right. And I thought it would be like a you know like in they clone Tyrone. Oh. Everyone has a color. Yeah. So very early on we see her in yellow, we see the girlfriend in pink and we see the kid in gray. Yeah. And I thought that would be like a, a through line, but the the girlfriend and the young kid don't like they change into various different things. Yeah. Where the the black girl, she's always has something yellow, including mm. the yellow scissors which I I mentioned, right? Yeah. But 
I, I wrote them down here. Yeah. So, yellow jersey in the beginning. She, when she's in the school uniform, she has a yellow watch. Right. She's wearing like a, a black shirt, but the undershirt is yellow. Okay. It's like a yellow long sleeve shirt. Okay. Uh, she has a black t-shirt with a panther on a yellow background. Okay. She has a yellow dress shirt. You know, uh, I don't know what that's called. It's like a corduroy. Like a button up. Yes, the button up. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think potentially in one of the flashbacks, her mother's dress was yellow. Hmm. Although I can't be certain of that. Okay. And the candle is yellow. Right. Uh, so I don't know what that all means, <laughs> but well, you know, we spoil this movie. We, you know, we spoil all movies. Yeah. But uh, at the end of this movie, she becomes a ghost. Yeah. So is that the the through line? She's wearing yellow. The candle is yellow. Uh. So, so she, she becomes a ghost. But then the candle has nothing to do with it, really. It's just you can use any candle. Yeah, it could be a coincidence that the candle yeah. was yellow, <laughs> but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I really don't know. Um, I watched this like uh, it was very late. I didn't have time to Google what does yellow represent. <laughs> 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 the only thing I can think of is you know in the Cthulhu mythos, yeah, you have the king in yellow. Okay, who's like uh, he he presides over Carcosa. Okay. That's from True, True Detective Season 1. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the villain is the representation of the Yellow King in True Detective. Okay. So, I guess pretty bad. He's yeah. It's like uh, he represents pestilence and like death. Okay. So. Maybe that. Know. Yeah, she dies. Well, I think she kills everyone in this movie. Not everyone. No, I'm saying everyone who dies, she kills them. Uh, the father. Yeah. That yeah, that's well. There's also she stabs him. Yeah, but there's also uh, Duckett right at the beginning. That's a technicality, son of a bitch. But <laughs> but am I wrong? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, him bashing his head on the table was very disturbed. Oh my! So this. Uh, uh, so this is what I was supposed to mention before when I said <laughs> Spooktober. This movie wasn't scary at all. I I thought okay. it was like disturbing, like watching him bash his head. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, like scary things is like if if I imagine myself in that situation. Yeah. I can't imagine myself banging my head, and if I do, I'm possessed. So you know. You probably will remember. Yeah. 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 So. I, that was maybe the quote-unquote scariest portion of the movie. Yeah. But I didn't really, you know, feel scared. Yeah. I, like I said, I felt disturbed, like unsettled, but not scared. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's, yeah, fair enough. Then, after the police come and, you know, that whole incident, right? Yeah. They take, take the kid to the hospital. Yeah. She's washing her hands and yep. the blood won't come off. That she- reminded me of... Uh, you know? Yeah. What? Uh, Macbeth. Yeah, Lady yeah. Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Macbeth, she, like, sees uh, red on her hands. Yeah. And she can't... But there's nothing on her hands, but she keeps on washing. Out, and out, damn there's a, spot. There, there's a big, like, water theme throughout the movie. Okay. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, she was washing the dishes. Yeah. Uh, um... 
She's washing her hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like when they are asleep, mm-hmm. they can see the pool reflection on them. Uh, uh like when the first uh dead person or like dead ghost comes, you can hear like a a dripping and they like it's because they drowned. Oh. Uh you can see like There's just a lot of water things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot to write them down, but like I have no Yeah, I have no idea about that. I don't know what the water represents. And like mirrors. Yeah. Mirrors are a big thing. Well, you know, I mentioned that about herself not being able to see herself. That's loneliness, but mirrors uh are a big thing in ghost movies. Yeah. Like you can see like you only see them through a mirror or like stuff like that. Yeah. So, yes. The next thing I want to say is these spirits are very like mean spirited. Yeah. They are more like, you know, the demons from uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. Like they try to play tricks on you and like prank you and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. They were very like uh yeah, like I said, mean spirited because clearly uh um one of these things for not Foster tricked her into murdering her father. Yeah. Because that whole plot I I thought like this dead mother plotline wasn't like dovetailing with the main story well. Yeah. It was just like I felt it was more like to to build me as character, you know, to learn more about her. It's not as it's not necessarily uh gonna you know we have an A plot and a B plot yeah. and they may not intersect. Yeah. But I loved how like <laughs> how it came around in the end. Yeah. That like so I do believe her mother showed up once. Okay. And that was the first time the the child got uh hit in the well hair like possessed. Touched the hand. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh the mother was there and she said I'm so so sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to hurt you or hurt you yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And she said something like I hope you're happy. Uh, yeah, right. And then like that's the end. Yeah. Right? Uh, and uh I should say that uh hmm. her her wanting of connection yeah is what caused this whole thing. her seeing a mother and like wanting more time with a mother yeah is what <laughs> yeah. caused the kid to be possessed yeah but anyway the fuck what is i trying to say now i have no idea the mother okay so after that every spirit she talks to after that where she's like mom please talk to me yeah i think that's a different like evil spirit that's oh. pretending to be a mother right okay and remember they say that if the spirit comes into you it can it knows your thoughts yeah so i think the spirit looked through her thoughts and knew that she wanted it to be true that mm. her mother didn't kill herself yeah okay which again speaks to the abandonment she feels abandoned yeah and thinks her mother wouldn't do that to her Yeah. So she had to have been killed. Yeah, that and, makes sense. And she has like a a strained relationship with the father like I said. Yeah. So she has doubts about and and uh, you know the the thing about the father holding back that note. Yeah. It's possible that that also she 
you know, like sense that sort of duplicity <laughs> within mm. him, you know. Right. Yeah. So uh, that spirit took advantage of that and fueled that. What's the word? Like, uh, like uh, consp- craziness. Like conspiracy-minded. Uh, that you know. He killed her. Yes, yeah. and murdered the father. Yeah. Oh, that was that. Uh, I loved how those that and there's another scene came together. Which, where, where like they they imagining it happen. Yeah. And then we see it happen. Oh yeah. The father dying was uh, a like, great instance of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't remember the other one, but fuck. But um. That scene there was, I that was probably for me kind of actually genuinely the scariest but what when the father dies yeah well like the the little bit before that he's breaking in yeah when he breaks into the room and like jumps on her oh that that actually scared me but that was the only thing that mm. actually i was like oh shit and she had yellow scissors yeah mm. she did have yellow scissors <laughs> anyway the i was gonna say i knew there was some kind of twist coming and uh so the obvious twist was that the father killed the mother yeah but they the <laughs> the twist is that it was just true yeah. <laughs> everything that we saw was true yes <laughs> it was just the ghost fucky with her because like i said the first time the the mother appears she yeah. doesn't say that i was killed by somebody else or something like that she says i love you that's basically all she says right yeah which is what you would assume uh you know yeah a mother would say a dead mother would say it does make sense right yeah she doesn't say that your father killed me or whatever yeah that that was uh yeah yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) so um i don't know what's going on with the boyfriend okay so if he well we don't know actually we do know the spirit said that you make him soft. He hates when you touch him, whatever, right? Yeah. But the spirit is inside him, so the spirit knows that's true. Yes. It may not be. I mean, uh, yes. So I thought he might be gay. Oh. But he he. It's like uh, implied that he doesn't have such problems with Mia. Mm. He only had problems with the the girlfriend. Yeah. So he may not be gay. But there's another shot of like Mia coming out of a bathroom, mm. and she comes out of the bathroom and it says male. Yeah. So okay. I'm like, what's going on here? Is Mia like a a man? You mm. know, and she has like short hair. I don't know what that means. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that like Mia's a man and uh, the boyfriend is gay for Mia, huh. or I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. You know. I, I, or maybe like I miss saw her coming out of the bathroom. Maybe. Yeah. It could have like female written on it. And yes, I just saw the, the male part. Yeah. But uh, I thought there was something going on there. I just thought he was like into bestiality. Bestiality? Yeah, because when he gets knocked over, he starts kissing the dog. The dog kind of kissed him. Yeah, but he kissed back. Yeah, but the sp- he was possessed. That is true. It's not because he loves dogs. It's because <laughs> the, the ghost was fucking with his body, bro. <laughs> Are you on the ghost team? Yeah, I, at this point, I don't know. 
All right. Yeah, but he just didn't want to be uh, on video kissing a dog. It's not like that doesn't speak to his inner <laughs> life, you know. <laughs> but yes. Um I also wanted to say this was a wonderfully shot movie. Oh, I spoke yeah. about it earlier with the the tracking shots from behind. Yeah. Uh where I'm trying to think of another one. Where like Mia comes out, she was walking towards the hospital is another great one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Whatever, just go watch the movie. You, yeah. You'll know what I'm talking about, right? There's some very well composed shots. That's also what I wanted to say. You know when they're lying in the bed uh when she's sucking on his toes. Oh, before that when oh. they were it's like you know like a yin and yang. Oh they yeah. Or like uh he was like to the side and she was like, you know. Yeah. In that circle. Yeah. So, yes, and then things went haywire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Uh now this is the thing. So okay. we mentioned this uh this whole time that it's uh, it's about loneliness. Yeah. Right? It's uh people want connection uh even if you think about the the title of the movie yeah talk to me it's like you know when somebody is lonely they want somebody to talk to them yeah so it's like hey please talk to me so it's also you know it's a double entendre it's like yeah hey uh spirit talk to me but it's also like a cry out for <laughs> for help, help somebody yeah. talk to me so yeah. anyway I think the hand represents like maybe drugs. Well, yeah, that's kind of I would say that's a big part of it. I thought that was the implication because it shot in the same way that when, you know, you're doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you know when they're having those parties uh yeah, from uh the little hand yeah, get-togethers. They, they, they do the hand get-togethers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's shot in the same way that like a drug scene would be shot. Yeah. Right? Like uh who wants to try this new thing yes that and I then found. like you see them doing it and like they're laughing and you know having fun with it and, yeah uh, but they don't realize how fucked up the hand really is <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like later on when she sees like the little baby yeah and the baby says i let you in and they go to like the fucked up yeah ghost world oh. that was <laughs> that was wild okay. the implications of that are fucking yeah. <laughs> horrific um I'm glad that they didn't delve too deeply into the law of the hand. Yeah. That it was like this is how it works, that's all we need to know. Yeah. And then like we're just shown stuff. Yeah, that's it. This movie was very good at showing not telling. Yeah. Right? <laughs> then like very very basic thing that everything should do but they don't do. Yeah. You just instead of telling us oh this 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 do it, show it to us. Yeah. And this this was great at that very vis- good at visual storytelling i should say yeah anyway so back to the the end metaphor for drugs <laughs> right right i think it's more like it's not necessarily drugs oh okay it's more so just a false solution okay drugs is a false solution right yeah because right. it makes you feel better without solving the underlying problem yeah right. but it could just be a uh, what's the word? A metaphor for any kind of false solution. It's not necessarily drugs. I only thought drugs because of the way it was shot. Yeah. But the hand could mean anything, really. Literally anything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not literally anything. Anything that makes you 
that's a false solution like what i just said yeah that makes you feel good yes even though it doesn't it makes you problem. feel good but doesn't solve the problem right oh well there's there is stuff that doesn't make you feel good but uh, you still do and it uh, it just distracts you yeah yes anyway like playing league that's a good example playing league league of legends <laughs> okay what else um oh there was something i wanted to say oh right yeah there's this one scene where someone's possessed by the hand and they start hitting themselves and i'm just like that's what i would do if i was a hand demon it would just be you're like not, why are you hitting yourself demon. why are you hitting yourself why are you hitting yourself you're not a hand demon but i like if i was what's a hand demon somebody who slaps that's a slap demon <laughs> no like one of the the demons in the hand the demons are not in the hand the hand is a gateway to the the demon world you're thinking too much of the hand <laughs> yeah the, the okay. hand is how they connect it's not <laughs> these are not hand ghosts coming <laughs> well this is, that's what i was going to say well i didn't mention this but you called it a demon right yeah. so are they demons or are they ghosts ah uh, you see because like that baby what did that baby do to become a demon you know yeah or was that like a, a demon in another form it came in the form of a a baby a baby you know yeah that's what i'm saying because the implication is that at the end of the movie when she dies she becomes one of the things yeah so dying makes you a ghost it doesn't make you a demon true <laughs> right <laughs> but like i said it's very very much like the evil dead kind of demons where like they're trying to fuck with you yeah so are these ghosts trying to fuck with you but but then again they were like you know helpful ghosts right yeah and not i mean not well. uh like entertaining ghosts who are singing and like having fun yeah. that's that's what i was trying to say it did not necessarily all evil there's like a whole montage there's of, yes there's a yeah. luck of the draw kind of uh, situation yeah yes and I, well the one thing i didn't kind of understand is hmm. we see from her perspective that it's just like she can't like interact with anything yeah She's like I think she's going into the future, but not going into the future like she's like seeing the future. Like time doesn't matter anymore in the ghost yeah realm, right? Okay, yeah. Where like she goes past and she sees the the kid recover. Yeah. And that stuff, right? Yeah. And then she goes forward and she holds the hand. Yeah. And then she, you know, the the movie ends with her holding the the hand. The well, hand. the the, the French guy. See the Is he French? I'm pretty sure it's French. All right, I don't know. I don't know. I think he was speaking French. Listen, I don't know languages. Okay. All right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is she can't like interact with people. Yeah. But when from the other side, you know when uh the girl, the little girl says I let you in. Yeah. It seemed like they could interact with each other, the ghosts. Yeah. So that's why uh you know it there's these are just these are not like things that diminish the movie for me it's just questions i have yeah you know what i'm saying it's not like a doctor point for this it's just uh i wonder in the mechanics and apparently the director said that they have like a whole book of like law oh <laughs> that they want to explore in like the the second movie if, okay. if they get the opportunity to to do so and, okay uh, yeah yeah i think they will cuz as far as i know this has been a pretty successful movie all right well Are we done yet? What do you have more to say? Um what's your rating for it? 10. 10. Well, uh 
I'm between nine and a ten. But oh, damn. I'm leaning more towards ten. I haven't. I still need to think about it some more. I just I watched it recently, so yeah. Okay. Mm. I I gave it a seven, but that's like it's nothing to do. It. How do I describe this? I don't want to say it's not to do with the movie itself, because like all the the creepy aspects, I'm just not into. Like I don't enjoy those kinds of things. Mm. But well, that's what I kind of enjoyed. That I'm uh, that it's not that creepy. <laughs> you know that it's not that like hectic. It's just. Uh, it's more about the emotions, like I said, these lonely people trying for connection, and uh, the themes of the movie were much stronger than I, you know, than the, you know, if you're just watching it as a horror movie about like a kid who bumps his head on the yeah. table and like tries to pull his eye out and shit. You know, I, I thought those were just the the clothing layering, layering on a very emotional kind of. Like a very well written, well shot oh. movie. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'll think on it and maybe come back next week with. A... I'm not trying to make you change your <laughs> your rating. I'm just saying that's why I like it. Yeah, you that's can fair. Uh, believe what you want. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, can we move on to recommendations? Yep. Can do you want to start? I so like a. I don't even know when it was. It must have been like a month ago. I mentioned I'd started watching Captain 4. It's kind of like a uh like Archer but on a ship. All right. And instead of being a bumbling idiot that actually gets shit done, he's just a bumbling idiot. Right. Anyway, um Archer's not an idiot. Nah. Archer's not an idiot. Okay. He's uh vain, he's conceited. Yeah. He's uh rude. Yeah. He's childish. Yes. But he's not an idiot. Okay. Anyway, camera. <laughs> so, uh, season one uh, has it's been it's twenty episodes long, but um, Christ. Yeah, but it's been split into ten ten. So they released the first ten at the end of July on Netflix, and uh, I think they're still working on the second ten. So I finished the first ten, and um, I quite enjoyed it. It's like very ridiculous. It doesn't make much sense until you realize that this guy's just a he's so dumb. But I I really enjoyed it. I gave it an 8. All right, pretty good for the first half of the season anyway. Mm-hmm. And then also I started watching One Piece, the anime. Jesus. Oh wait, so you won't, won't watch like classic movies you but you'll watch thousand episode manga I mean, uh, anime <laughs> I have you watched fuck. I've watched the first two episodes Jesus <laughs> and honestly I didn't realize it was that long hmm. until a friend mentioned it to me and he was like yeah I'm on that's epi- all animes <laughs> all animes are thousands of episodes long he was like I'm on episode 760 or something and I was oh, like no. oh my god God, what have I gotten myself into? The only thing I'll do that for is Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that's fair. But, uh, I mean... But look, uh, there's a new live-action One Piece. Yes. Which is 10 episodes. Yeah. Which you're much... You're better off watching the 10-episode, you know, thing. Which, 
apparently condenses the first 100 episodes oh, no. <laughs> into a clean 10 so you know yeah. my recommendation okay to you fair enough thank you, you. carry on <laughs> yeah. um it's it's quite fun so far i'm really enjoying it it's just it's also one of those just ridiculous well i heard it's like this guy's a he wants to become the pirate king yeah and he has like a body like mr fantastic yeah so he just uh, bounces about mr fantastic don't you know oh yeah yeah sorry yes from the fantastic four yeah yeah i got the fantastic four and the incredibles confused and i was like no he's not that his wife is that yeah yeah yes a stretch lady yeah you know there's a lot of stretch characters yeah uh at least 3 yeah <laughs> but um what's the word the one guy's a detective a detective uh okay so we have plastic man yes who's like okay he was a he was a criminal named Eel O'Brien yes and he became plastic man then we have the other guy is a scientist elongated man <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but his wife was raped by dr light oh. and uh somebody killed dr light okay and uh, it was a big deal like uh, you shouldn't kill people hmm. but they were like but uh, he raped dr uh he raped uh elongated man elongated man's wife uh i don't know his wife's name sorry damn uh, she's not like a superhero she's just like a civilian she's just a wife mm-hmm. well i don't know what a day job is oh yeah you know? because uh you know very uh, narrow to define as just a wife that you know? is true that's yeah. kind of fucked fair enough all right anyway are you done i've got one more mm-hmm. i've been well i i watched it when it originally came out but our i watched it again recently it's called lookism um it's based on a manhwa a manhwa yeah it's a korean version of manga oh i thought you were saying manhwa no <laughs> <laughs> all right carry on <laughs> but basically it's about a guy that has two bodies right and so um convenient Yeah, very. Mm. Uh can get so much done. Yeah, exactly. Cuz um so he's like originally he's this like fat nerdy kid. He gets bullied a lot, that kind of stuff, right? It's rude. Yeah. And then uh one day he wakes up and he he wakes up in a different body. That's like this gorgeous model like, you know, like the perfect in inverted commas body. And so he's kind of just balancing his life between those two bodies. And uh this is a movie. No, it's a series. How long is it? It's like 8 episodes. And well, you rewatched this instead of Yes. All right, carry on. Uh the manhwa itself is uh, I don't know, it's probably like 1200 chapters by now. All right. But uh this these like 8 I think it's 8 episodes. uh goes through the first like maybe 40 chapters. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just waiting for the rest now. Right. And I thought I'd rewatch it. When is the next one coming? I have no idea. Hopefully soon. Anyway, well, the chapters release on Wednesdays and Sundays. I'm saying the next series. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you just watched it anyway. Yeah. All right. Just for fun. Anyway, so a few weeks ago was the beginning of the blank check uh series on David Fincher. Okay. And his first movie was Alien 3, which 
I think I spoke about it a little bit last week, but I'll carry on. Okay. Right. Uh, the first time I watched it, I gave it a six. Okay. But I did think it was very underrated, right? Right. Obviously, the first Alien movie was directed by Ridley Scott. It was one of the best sci-fi movies ever made. Yeah. And uh, the the sequel was directed by James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big Jim. <laughs> one, one of the best sequels ever made, right? Yeah. So this movie has the same... It's in a very unfortunate position. Which is the same position Return of the Jedi <laughs> and uh, Godfather 3 is in. Right. It's... Yeah. Uh, they're trying to follow up two of the best movies ever <laughs> <Yeah>. made. <laughs> right? So if it's anything less than perfect, people are going to be overly critical of it. Yeah. And that's how I feel both Alien 3, uh, not just both, all three of Return of the Jedi, Godfather <laughs> 3 and uh, <laughs> and uh, this one are, right? Okay. Uh, I bumped it up to a seven okay. because I've, uh, I enjoyed much more on a rewatch. Uh, right. And... Uh, so yeah, the CGI is still kind of horrible, but uh, mm-hmm. thematically I like it. Okay. And uh, I think it's shot well in places. Yeah. Like uh, the practical effects are good. The real one that's awful is Alien Resurrection. Okay. Which, uh, no good, folks. <laughs> Don't watch that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is an abomination. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so then the next one is I watch Seven. Okay. Which, uh, last so seven week, and yes, which was last week's uh, movie. Uh, the first time, I, uh, but this is what I mentioned on last week's episode. Uh, the solo episode is, I've already watched all of David Finch's movies, <laughs> yeah. and right. I, I, I like when Blank Check expands my cinematic horizons resume <laughs> close enough right <laughs> <laughs> like when they they introduced me to new things and i was mentioning last week like i i haven't i didn't watch avatar unle- until i was going through the james cameron miniseries they did yeah right. and that's what <laughs> you know got got me hyped for the second one yeah um but yes so it's not introducing anything new to me but uh it's giving me like added context for these movies that I don't know. Yeah. Uh, although I did bump it up to a ten before I even listened to the episode on it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like the thing is that it's not not a twist. It's a there's a reveal. Okay. And when you know about the reveal and you see certain things, it's it's. Uh, it's like oh. Yes, yes. When you see how the things you can see the strings, it's. Uh, yeah, it's very satisfying, and uh, I will say uh, another movie coming up, right? Okay. Anyway, it's a movie about uh, it's a detective movie about a serial killer who bases his killings on the seven deadly sins. Oh, that's cool! Right, one of the you know I gave it a ten, so <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, it's one of my two favorite Fincher movies. So yeah, you know you I, I hold it in very high regard. Right. Yeah. So. So far in the series, I've already bumped up Alien and Seven. Yeah. So, uh, Alien Three and Seven. So okay. So uh, maybe I shouldn't be so uh, final in saying that Zodiac and Seven are my two favorites. You know. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should say, speak about it at the <laughs> yeah. end of this uh, series. There's but still some time there. I will say that you know, Blank Check does series in services of, of like a new movie coming up. Yeah. And Fincher's new movie this year is called The Killer. Okay. Starring Michael Fassbender. 
Hey. And I found out something very disturbing about Fassbender, right? Okay. Apparently, he beat up his girlfriend <gasps> and, like, she had to go to hospital. Duh. And he's never, like, he didn't go to jail. He didn't, like, he's never spoken about it. He just keeps quiet about it. So, I'm going to boycott that uh, yeah. movie. You can do it because I know you love uh, violence against women. Oh, but, my uh, goodness. I'm against that personally, so... Yes, I'm, I'm not going to be doing But, you know, you may just come in Record it yourself uh, Say how much you endorse Michael Fassbender and then, and then put it out But I won't, I won't, I won't be a party to it, sorry I, Honestly, I thought you were just going to say Like, he bends fasces And I was going to go That's well, insane This is actually a very serious situation I don't, I don't know why you would make a joke At a time like this But anyway Watch the movie The Usual Suspects Okay. Also, more sex criminals. Oh, uh, no. The star of the movie is Kevin Spacey. Oh, no. And it's directed by... Uh, fuck, what's his name? That guy. Brian Singer. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Singer directed the X-Men movies, the first couple. Oh, oh. He made X-Men 1, 2, and then he made Days of Future Past and Apocalypse. Right. Yeah. But look at this. X-Men 1 and 2 directed by a sex criminal. Yes. That guy. Yeah. Singer. X-Men yes. 3, he, okay, he goes off to make Superman Returns. Yes. X-Men 3, his replacement, Brett Ratner, also a sex criminal. <gasps> <laughs> the X-Men movies have the worst luck. Well, you know, is it luck or is it a pattern now? Yeah. Two, two. Mm. But, uh, whatever, the... The thing is the usual suspects that they are like the two big twist movies okay starring kevin spacey okay uh seven is not really a twist like i said but uh anyway yeah the usual suspects is one of the biggest twists in cinematic history damn and uh it was written by macquarie okay do you know who that is I've heard the name. Mission Impossible. We covered oh, this movie right. yeah, <laughs> a few weeks ago. <laughs> yes, McHugh. You know, uh, yes, he mm. wrote this movie. Okay. And uh, I was watching it for him. And then uh, <laughs> as the credits were going, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I knew Kevin Spacey was in it, but I didn't realize it was directed by Singer. Yeah. Anyway. Um, sorry, sorry. Let me get out of this here. Um... Oh, I gave The Usual Suspects an 8. Oh, it's, okay. The twist doesn't make up for, like, the deficiencies within the filmmaking. Yeah. You know, like, the certain okay. things I was just... And I think it's just a bit too long. Okay. It's cut out 20 minutes. That's, like, my <laughs> my main criticism of most movies. Just, just cut out some... And then whatever amount of <laughs> minutes, I think. Anyway, here we go. So, okay. I watched Breakfast at Tiffany's. Right. Which is... Uh, do you know what that is? I've heard of it. What did you... I don't know. I've just heard the name. <laughs> <laughs> you're never... You're never ever ready for a follow-up question. <laughs> All right. It's it's like a 50-50. Because sometimes you're like, Oh, yeah, okay, cool. You've heard of it. I'll move on. And sometimes it's like, What did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> because I know you don't like... Anyway, <laughs> she, it's um, starring Audrey Hepburn. 
Ah. Who I I watched two of her movies this week. I'll speak about the next one just now, right? Okay. But uh, <laughs> she she's wonderful, right? And okay. she's kind of like okay, she is very like thin, mm. which is going against the the norms of the time. The norms of the time. Yeah. Right? Very bosomly woman. Yeah. Yes, and then she was very thin, which was like I said against the the trend. Yeah. Anyway, it's a movie about like I said like a an it girl. Oh, right. She's like a she's what like the tabloids r- report about on the gossip pages. Okay. Right? And she's yep. in New York and uh it's about an unnamed writer who well in the movie is named in the book is unnamed. <laughs> 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 right, uh he goes and like falls in love with her. Oh. And uh yeah. Yeah. It's very it's kind of cynical. Oh. But uh they fall in love in the end so is it that cynical you know yeah <sighs> then uh, i watched something called dc showcase blue beetle okay i found out they did like a, they so i watched this thing last year called uh, dc showcase catwoman right I just assumed that was the first one but i i went back and realized they've done a few before this right and this one came out in 2021 it's, okay they're only like 15 minutes long oh. it's just a quick story about like this character and like uh, an adventure they on okay and it's kind of like a watchman esque thing yeah because you know like okay we we mentioned this in whatever the blue beetle episode yeah right <laughs> but blue beetle is the basis for night owl in watchman yes and well all of the characters were from charlton yeah right right so it's the question who is the rorschach mm. uh equivalent equivalent um Salt Specter and Watchman is fuck I can't remember the name. <laughs> the other guy? No, she's a lady. The other lady. Yes, uh and then the oh the comedian is Peacemaker, but Peacemaker wasn't in this DC showcase. Okay. And Captain Atom was uh Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. Right. But so this Blue Beetle showcase was just the four of those Charlton characters that you know oh, nice. going on an adventure. So Okay. It was yep. pretty fun. Um then I rewatched Jackie Brown. Okay. Which is a Quentin Tarantino movie. So okay. I read this thing that claimed Jackie Brown is his best movie. Okay. With, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I saw this graphic mm. where that listed his movies in terms of rating on IMDb or something like that. Okay. And Jackie Brown was second last behind Death Proof. <gasps> And A lot of people it's become like the not like the popular thing to say is that Jackie Brown is actually his best movie which okay not true <laughs> <laughs> I rewatch it just to make sure right right uh it it's still very solid I gave it a 8 okay but it is the only Tarantino movie that made me cry oh yeah the final scene where Jackie's driving away and Bobby won't Bobby <laughs> Bobby Womax <laughs> Bobby Womax uh, across 110th Street starts playing you know uh, yeah I always cry I watch it three times every time I cry <laughs> yes um anyway lost in translation mm-hmm. it's a you know speaking about Godfather 3 it's a movie directed by Sofia Coppola okay the daughter of Francis. <laughs> okay. She starred or not starred. She was a character in Godfather 3 because Winona Ryder dropped out. 
Right. And a lot of people blamed her for Godfather 3 being bad. Right. Okay. Because they, you know, she didn't act. Yeah. Good in it. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> she became a director and she made Lost in Translation a second movie and it's uh I really loved it. Okay. Uh uh, I saw this thing that compared it to In the Mood for Love, which is a Wong Kai Wai kind of like a mood piece. Okay. It's a, a love story in a mood piece. It's not necessarily about like the plot. Mm. It's more just like these two characters hanging out and, you know, uh, we see their relationship develop. Okay. And uh, it's about Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. They're both in Tokyo and they. You know, they're two Americans and they find connection with each other. Yeah. Uh, I gave that a 10. I liked it so much. This was nominated for Best Picture in 2003. Damn. Yeah. And it lost. Damn. And was it deserved? Maybe. What do you think? I don't know who won in 2003. Alright. Return of the King. Do you know what that is? No. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) You know nothing. (laughs) Yes. The the, the third Lord of the Rings movie, Return of the King, which definitely is a better movie than Lost in Translation. Anyway. Okay. Yes. Then I watched Roman Holiday. Do you know what that is? No. It's another Audrey Hepburn movie. Oh, oh this is the second one. Starring, it's it's with Gregory Peck. Okay. The two of them go, she's a princess. And okay. she, like, meets this guy, Gregory Peck, who's just, like, a rando. Yeah. Well, not a rando, he's, like, a, a businessman. Right. And she, like, gets away from her princess guard and stuff, you know. Oh. Uh-huh. And then, like, they go on a holiday in Rome. <laughs> 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 but anyway, they mentioned this in Fast and Furious, right? Okay. You know the movie we covered earlier this year? Yes. Where they're standing in Rome. Yeah. And who's the old lady? Um, Dom's uh, grandmother. Helen Mirren. Yeah. Helen Mirren says, uh, you're no Gregory Peck and this is no <laughs> Roman holiday or something like that, right? Yeah, right. So... I've been wanting to watch it since then. <laughs> and I watched it. It's I definitely like Breakfast at Tiffany's way more than uh, Roman Ollie. But I do find her so charming. I really love Audrey Hepburn now. Okay. I've only watched <laughs> two, two of her movies and yeah, I love her so much. Uh, finally, I rewatched The Game. Oh. David oh. Finch's The Game. <laughs> Which was this week's Blank Check episode. And uh, once again... It's not necessarily a, a twist, mm. just a, a reveal. Mm. And I bumped this movie up. Okay. I initially gave it an eight. I yeah. gave it a nine. Now. Yeah. I did think this is maybe his most underrated movie. Okay. Uh, on first watch. Yeah. And I gave it an eight. Now I'm like, no, no, no. This is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still underrated. That doesn't change. But I'm saying, uh, in terms of my perspective on it. Yeah. It went up. Okay. So, yes. Yes. I love the game. Fair enough. But it's so scary. Don't, <laughs> don't put me in the game. Don't put me in the game. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I also wanted to say, Succession's intro sequence yeah. is taken directly from the game. Huh. It's like 
bar for bar, word for word. They stole his whole shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's precisely the same as the succession intro, the beginning of the game. Okay. And it's very... Now that I thought about it, it has a lot of, uh, you know, intertwining mm. themes with succession, so... I was actually listening to the succession theme on the way here. Mm. Uh, yeah. I was listening while we were on the way here, too. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. We were in sync. Uh, don't say that. Oh, okay. We weren't in sync. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, give a like, etc. Give, give two likes. Importantly, it needs to be a five-star review. Has to be. Please subscribe on Patreon to listen to our movie commentaries. Yeah. You can find all our links at paicip.com. Please tell a friend. Tell that friend to tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell everyone. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else I forgot. Not that I know of. <laughs> well, bye. Cheerio. Au revoir.